0: creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. So you're tired of the cable bill, or you just want to simplify, and you want to cut the cord. But what does that mean? And what is a Hulu or a Roku anyway? How do you tell all these streaming services and devices apart? Well, today on Culture Click, we find out what it means to cut the cord and move towards streaming TV. Samantha Burhau from the Winona Digital Literacy Project addresses some frequently asked questions for us, as well as giving some good advice on how to figure out which streaming service might be right for you. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we're cutting the cord with Samantha Burhau on today's Culture Click. Uh, Thanks for joining us today, Samantha. Thanks um you know i was i was really interested when i saw this uh topic that you were going to have this class here i was really interested because i've actually cut the cord myself a couple years ago but uh but i don't look into a lot of other services so i don't really know what's out there i just i went with the roku it seemed cheap and easy at the time and uh this was pretty cool but um i'm curious like what made you uh want to cut the cord
1: Oh, God, what made me want to cut the cord? Ah, uh, Well, my cable bill was getting expensive, like over $150 expensive, and that was just not happening. And I had heard people talking about Sling TV and how it was basically expanded um and some people i knew were going to have like just cut down to a basic plan from their cable company right. and and have sling tv as they're expanded and some people were going to try the antenna that i knew but i thought i can do this do i do i need um those basic channels not really sometimes yes but not really
0: <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. well you know i'm always curious about that too because um like I, I don't have any of the local channels anymore, so I don't get the local news or anything. I just have to go online for that stuff. Um, so, are there some of the services that do offer that?
1: Um, yeah so so there's um, things like uh, YouTube TV um, that allows you to have those uh, local channels Um, Hulu live allows that as well Um, Fox and CBS and NBC have their own apps so you can if you have a preference for networks you can do that so I'm primarily CBS and so I have um, that app uh, um, just for myself Um, And I will say that it's nice, too, if you want, like, a football game, it's good to have, like, YouTube TV or Hulu Live um, because you're going to have access to those TVs or to those games. Um, If you... have sling TV and don't have those extra cable channels, then you're not going to be able to watch that. You have to do all sorts of different workarounds. Like with Fox, they allow you to watch a football game for an hour, and then you have to clear your history and watch. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the workaround: clear your history.
0: <laughs> oh wow, wow! But that is encouraging. So there are options to there watch are, sports.
1: Yeah, there are options to do it. You just kind of have to know your workarounds to do that. You know, in some pack, the some. Places like Sling offer your extra add-ons that will allow you to watch some of those football games.
0: Okay. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know because I know a lot of people that you know are like, I'm never giving up cable because I need my sports channels. Well. That's good to know you can stream that stuff as well
1: I discovered that actually this year when I was trying to watch the Vikings oh, yeah. <laughs> yes oh, <cool. laughs>
0: you know and well, and I kind of want to back up a little bit too, like how you know how do you know if streaming is for you, you know, or do you think that this is kind of way that the way everything is going, or
1: um I think that it is kind of, it's moving that way. I mean, kids these days are strictly YouTube. Um, they're not um, watching TV. Um, like when Disney Plus came out, um, my daughter, who's 13, I said, hey, did you check out this new high school musical TV series that they have? And she was like, yeah, it's not worth it. I'd rather have YouTube. Um, so the the kids especially are starting to move towards those streaming services anyway. So I think eventually... Um, cable will likely phase out um maybe not entirely um, but I feel like we are moving in that direction in more ways than one
0: well that makes me feel good that I'm going in the right direction then <laughs> um so how does it generally work you know um, do you uh you need a device right a streaming device what kind of devices are out there
1: yeah, so if you want to watch it on a television set, you need a media streaming device. So this is like a Roku, Apple TV, a smart TV, any of those type of things um, will get you that um, free that access on your TV. If you just want to even get rid of your TV, sell your TV, um, and you have a tablet or a smartphone, you can also just get um, an app and watch these free streaming, or these not necessarily free, not all of them are, but you can watch these streaming services. Is right from your phone. You don't have to have a TV.
0: Okay, okay, but if you have the TV, you need a device, right?
1: Yep, you need a media streaming device like the Roku. Okay,
0: okay, and I think we should mention. I think you mentioned in your uh, presentation um, some TVs now come with that included. So
1: that that's what a smart TV is. They already include um, the the media streaming device that you would need to watch something like Netflix or Prime Video.
0: Great. Not that I can afford a new TV right now, but (laughs) so, so, so if you have two TVs in the house and say you wanted to go with, um, uh, Roku or Amazon or something, uh, do you need a device for each TV?
1: You do. Yeah. So if you have two TVs, um, in the house, one upstairs, one downstairs, then you have to have a Roku device or a fire stick for, um, both each, for each TV.
0: Okay. And then uh, after you de- buy the device, is the content uh, generally free, or do you have to pay like, for each service, like Netflix and Hulu and stuff?
1: So some of them are free. Um, so like during the presentation, you mentioned the Roku channel. That um, is free for people to use, the Pluto channel as well, others like Netflix and um, Amazon Prime um, and Hulu you would have to pay for.
0: Okay, okay. Well, that's encouraging that there's free stuff. I like that. Um, (laughs) So it sounds like it's, is it cheaper overall then to kind of cut the cord, you think?
1: It depends on how crazy you get with it. (laughs) I feel like if you limit yourself on the amount of streaming services um, you have, then yes, it's cheaper and more affordable. Um, Like if I just want Hulu Live, um, so I get my Hulu movie library and I get my live TV, um, but I don't want um, anything else like the Prime Video or Netflix, we're good. but if I have to have Hulu and Netflix and Prime Video, um, or Disney Plus, then it's gonna get a little expensive.
0: Okay, so it's is it kind of similar to like cable tiers then, where you, you know, you pay this much for this much, and then if you want to add on. Other channels or services, you just pay more, right?
1: Yeah, it's exactly like that. Um, especially with something like HBO Now. Um, so HBO, just like with cable, you, it's an add-on. You pay extra for. It. You pay, I think, fifteen bucks a month to add HBO. Same um, with their with their app or with their streaming service. Um, HBO Now, you have to pay an additional $15 for it, but it could be an add-on to your Hulu um, account. So then it all comes out of, you have one payment um, combined instead of having a payment for Hulu and for HBO. It's all one big payment.
0: Okay, so really you want to look at the different streaming services and see what they offer and what you can add on then,
1: huh? Yep, yep. You definitely want to kind of look and see what you can add on. Do your research, especially if you're a sports fan, you know, and find out which um, packages are offered by these different services um, and find out which channels are available on there.
0: Great. If you have, like, a limited data plan with your internet service provider, will this cause you to maybe rack up extra charges, perhaps?
1: Yes. So if you do have that limited data plan and you're wanting to watch a streaming service like Netflix, um, the, the less amount of data you have, the slower the playback will be um, for you when you're watching. If it's unlimited, it'll be a little faster. Um, eight gigs, it's not going to be too bad. Um, if you have like a two or a four gig plan, it's going to be real slow.
0: Okay, so you want to make sure you have the right internet service first, then, right?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so what I was just talking about cell phone service. So if you have that. Um it's going to depend but it's sa- same with your internet the the faster the speed the better the playback the slower the speed the worse the playback
0: Okay so what do you see as the biggest uh, advantage to streaming uh over cable
1: Uh well definitely the cost um definitely that I can watch it anytime anywhere Um, some of the services allow me to download things um, so I can view them offline which is really nice if I'm traveling Um, then if I'm on the plane I can watch something or if I'm a passenger I can watch it too um, which is a huge advantage you can literally take it anywhere with you
0: Oh, that's great. That is great. Um, so do you think that this is like a fad or a niche market? I mean, I guess maybe you kind of touched on this already. This is the way things are going to go in the future then, right?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like it's the way things are going to go. But I don't think all of those streaming services are going to stick around. Um, you know, those smaller ones might pop up and die um, shortly after. They might not be able to sustain to things. And it all it all comes down to copyright. And contracts, and who can get what, and how much are they going to dish out for that? You know, so if you have like Netflix, but then they can't get friends anymore, are you going to stick with them? Is it really worth it? You know, Um, so so unfortunately, it comes down to that: is who's going to get the bigger program and who's going to pay for the most? And that's why we have that those original programs is because they cannot compete anymore with those movies because of how much they cost. So they're creating their own programming.
0: Interesting. So how could people learn uh, more about streaming? Are there good resources you could guide them to, or maybe here at the library, or...?
1: Yeah, so we offer um, consumer reports, um, the buying guide, that tells you kind of what media streaming devices you might want, um, the better streaming services as well. Um, PC Magazine is also a really good um, source. We carry that here at the library, but you can also view it online. Um, they compare items, tell you who uh, who might suit the certain item better than, uh, like if you're like an Android user, it'll tell you that this is better for Android and this is better for Apple and things like that so they really break things down wonderfully
0: good resources here at the library i like that and then um this like we mentioned earlier uh, this is part of the uh, winona digital literacy project and uh, how can people find out more about um, other classes from the winona digital literacy project
1: So we have a website. It's a winonadlp.org. And that is where um, we um, post um, different things like our classes and resources that you can access. I'm actually hoping to get the resources like the PowerPoint and the handout from today uploaded on the website so people can go back and view it.
0: Yeah, and the handout hand was really helpful. I, in fact, it's full of my notes now since <laughs> from your presentation. So, um, I would encourage anyone who's interested in this to check out uh, your website and uh, look into it. So, well, this is a great topic, and thank you so much for joining us today, Samantha.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks again to Samantha Burhau for joining us today on Culture Click. To find out more about the Winona Digital Literacy Project, go to WinonaDLP.org. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune in to Culture Click Thursdays at twelve thirty, right here on eighty-nine point five KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Samantha Burhow from the Winona Digital Literacy Project on Culture Click, creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.